When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you sign up using promo code DNVR, first time users, all you got to do is place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA contest. And when that team wins for you, you get $150 in free bets with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. And I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, it is our first show together back in the studio in 2023. We did it. A year ago, we who would have thought this would have been the case? I didn't work here. None. So. Yeah, the, the, the answer is none of us would have none thought of us, that. None of us. We'd be like, oh, that guest that you had on last month? So you were a guest in December, I was a guest I think. in December. That's correct. That's right. Talking about your... Uh, your trip. We're gonna take a trip around uh, Major League Baseball <laughs> and a little bit of the history of uh, of suspended or canceled games. And of course, it's Monday, so it's Minor League Monday, which totally ruins. Shouldn't the bit. happen on a Monday. I know. You ruined the bit. You took a great bit that made no sense, and you made it make sense. Totally. Totally. So dumb. On on uh, Friday, I think you touched on it a little bit with the Susie Show. The Rockies made a transaction. They've uh, they got a new relief pitcher, Nick Mears. Actually, I don't think I mentioned it once on the Actually, show. I don't think you did because, either. Because and here's why. Here's why. Because it had happened on it happened on Thursday. Did it happen? No, on, I think it happened Friday. Did it happen Friday? It did. Yeah. I like thought it happened Thursday. I was like, oh, we already talked about that. <laughs> anyway, let me just talk to this terror reader. Friday morning. By the time you get to the Susie Show at 5 p.m. live on YouTube. It feels like it was a day ago, so I get it. Yeah, I, you know what, I'm still, you know, I'm still getting over, you know, the holidays and all that, so I just don't, I never know what day it is. So yeah, I actually did not talk at all about Nick Mears being claimed off waivers from Texas. Yeah, 26 years old, right-hander, goes on the 40-man, so there's uh, 39 guys on the roster. Pitched uh, part of the last three seasons with the Pirates, career 4.75 ERA in 30.1 innings, so Still a, a relatively young guy, but he's got big league experience, which is nice. Experience, yes. Experience is very good. Um, I just like this like back and forth that the Pirates and Rockies have going on. Yeah. I feel like it's true. not a good sign. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> I feel like it's not. This is not who we need to be associating with. Yeah, Rockies get him from the Rangers on waivers, but he was uh, a Pirate yeah, his entire life uh, up mm-hmm. to that point. Uh, signed as an undrafted free agent. In 2018, uh, we'll get to that story, uh, how interesting that is, uh, out of Sacramento City College, JUCO, Junior College, Mm -hmm. Community College. Yes. Which is pretty good. Um, 3.28 ERAs over three levels in 2019. That was where he kind of jumped up in a lot of the uh, different rankings, packed on like 30 pounds of muscle. Uh, Was the 19th best prospect for the Pirates, according to Baseball America. So uh, he went from a no-name, undrafted, 
uh, to something really talented. It's very impressive. Yeah. He sits at about 95, 96 uh, so far in the majors. Uh, but I do know that at, at one point he was clocked at 101 miles an hour when he was in low A. So uh, that's pretty impressive. And he's overcome a lot in his career. That's that's the one thing for which yeah, is usually like the case. It seems like he's guys. he's torn a lot of things. He's had a lot of injuries. Yes, uh, broken heart. You know, man. Yeah, tore his UCL in uh, senior year in mm-hmm. high school. Pitched through it, played through it. Because hey, you're a senior. You're only a senior once. Yeah. And then you become a freshman in college, and you go, crap. I probably should get that taken care of. Gets the Tommy John surgery, rehabs. Uh, then at the start of uh, his his sophomore year at Sacramento City College. Uh, breaks his collarbone on a oh. dirt bike accident. Does a does a Madison Bumgarner situation there? Oh my there. gosh, <laughs> that was bad. And then, according to an article uh, on MLB.com from 2020, uh, he had like a grandfather figure pass away in his life uh, around that time. Two weeks after a funeral, uh, he had a teammate who took his own oh life. Oh my gosh, uh, his his actual grandfather passed away somewhat unexpectedly, uh, and then he he just sat out that season in 2018. You know, to just focus on mental health. He had the support of his his parents and his coaches were like, Yeah, you need to worry about Nick rather than, mm-hmm. you know, Nick Mears right handed pitcher at yeah. the time. I am all for taking that mental health break. Yeah. I have taken one. Sometimes you just need a you need a year to reset sometimes after you've gone through horrible things. And it seems like that is so sad that he It's a lot of short amount of time. Yeah. For, for a young guy like that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he had he had the support of everyone around him, which that's great. is gonna be huge. Yeah. Uh, was even invited back after having sat out that season in 2018 to pitch in the Northwoods Leagues wi- League, which is um, probably the second best college woodbat league after hmm. the Cape Cod League. So if you play Northwoods, you're legit. You're 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 a very talented ball player. Uh, pitched really well there. Uh, Rockies were one of the clubs that actually saw him play in the Northwoods League. Mm-hmm. Were interested, but uh, came up short. Signed with the Pirates in in 2018, and uh, and here's where we're at right now. Nick Mears, Colorado Rocky. So what number is he gonna wear? Does he have anyone to fight with? Good question. So um, what if I told you he wore 23? And be like, do you think Chris Bryant's going to give that up? <laughs> ah, he already has a logo. It's not going to happen. No, so he uh, he wore 36 in Pittsburgh, and that was Winton Bernard's number. Mm-hmm. So the question is, you know, are they, is 36 going to be taken out of retirement for our guy, <laughs> Bernie? I mean, we're all Bernie guys over here. We're, no, no, we're Bernie boys. Bernie boys. We're Bernie boys. We are. Is it going to be just straight up retired or just taken out of the rotation? Could you imagine if, like, just because that was such a great story, they retired his number? Oh, that would be pretty that, – that would be <laughs> wild, to say the least. And then he's still playing. He's active. Like, he's yeah. signed with another team. And like, there's my number up there. He's not even wearing 36 anymore. I think that actually happened with Harold Baines, where I think really? he came back uh, with another team. The White Sox were like, we're going to retire your number three. And he's still playing. That that's very rare that that happens. Mm-hmm. That's kind of strange. Uh, he's the third reliever they've uh, picked up on waivers since August. And Nelson Lamette, remember, mm-hmm. uh, was picked off of uh, waivers from the Brewers, as was Brent Suter. So two of those guys, third big re- league reliever added this off season. Uh, Suter and then uh, the local kid Pierce Johnson. Yes. Uh, and uh, he only has a year and seventy nine days of service time, but only Daniel Bard. Uh, Brent Suter, Nelson Lamette, and Pierce Johnson, uh, and and Lucas Gilbert have more experience than him. So wow, we've got some kids. He's kind of a veteran for a guy that only has thirty, you know, <laughs> big league innings. Like yeah, that that's kind of where he's at. Um, yeah, he was he was originally waived by the Rangers when they signed Nathan Eovaldi because mm-hmm. they they were at a forty man roster. Make room. Yeah, so but the Rockies are at thirty nine right now. So so the Rockies would have to sign Carlos Correa and Zach Granke. And if they were to do that, Mickey Mears could get waived again 
<laughs> yeah, just laugh. It's okay. Uh, what is going on with Carlos Correa? Or when that Have happens. you talked to him? Uh, I've called his people. Yeah. 1-800-CORREA. Uh, that's not enough. Not enough. C. A- Correa. It'd have to be C. Correa. You need one more. I mean, according to Jim Bowden, like, he's he's going to be a Met. Like, he's going to... He's gonna be fine there. He'll he'll figure that out. You but, saw that Instagram of the uh, of his kid wearing that I love New York shirt, but like the love was a it was a hot dog or whatever. Maybe and like pretzel. someone like it was a pre- oh, it was a pretzel. That's what it was. It was yeah. a pretzel. Um, yeah. So I guess you know he's someone took that and like broke down like as like a joke of like in the corner over yep. here are batting gloves that are orange. I thought that was uh, that was a stroke of genius. It was very in depth, but yeah. I was like, oh okay. Happy, oh, by the way, happy 27th day anniversary of when Carlos Correa signed with the San Francisco Giants. Oh, wow. We're almost at a month, folks. <laughs> a month of this. This is so wild. This is He's not, still free agent. This is not how I saw this panning out. So I'm glad you asked about Correa because I, I started thinking, what is the holdup? So I got some of the x-rays with the leg. Yeah, but that, that's been there. It mm-hmm. wasn't a problem for the Twins when they signed him last year. That's true. So what happened? Did something happen in the past year that well, we don't know about? That's my... It's not a full hypothesis. It's just, hey, what it could be. Allegedly, got that out there for the lawyers. But allegedly, what if by the end of the regular season and the time he signed his deal, he pulled the Fernando Tatis Jr. and he hurt himself? Or oh. he pulled the Fernando Tatis Jr. and he's going to get popped for PEDs. Oh. Either way, he may have Fernando Tatis Jr. himself, and that could be a potential interesting holdup. I have no idea. That is pure speculation, but just some wonky x-rays make no sense for why there would be this kind of a holdup. Did he Fernando Tatis Jr. himself? That's the question. I had not, I had not thought about that. that I mean, that's almost like the only explanation. That kind of is the only right? way it could make sense. It's just strange. All right, we'll see how this pans out. Usually, you're good at predicting what happens. I, I, it's not even. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I guess it t- I'll leave it in there as a half of a prediction. So if I'm right, I'm a genius. If I'm not, hey, look, it was just a hypothesis. Exactly. That's, yeah, you're, it's, play, you're playing both sides. It's floating out so there, so you can't lose. Uh, on this date, because I I, I do have uh, spreadsheets of like every Rockies transaction, even like minor league free agent signings oh that they've God. made that turned into nothing. <laughs> Uh, do you remember the name Javi Lopez, catcher with Atlanta? I mean, it rings a bell. Yeah. 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 So, so he signed a, a deal with the Rockies on this date in 2007 uh, to battle for, for a catching spot. He only played in like six spring training games. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know that there's even a photograph of him available. So like wow. he, he would technically go down as like the greatest catcher in Rockies history. Like not when he was with the Rockies, yeah. but just he had a fit, you know, a really solid career. He might even had 300 home runs possibly yeah. uh, as a catcher. Uh, so the question is, he played six spring training games, was released in March of 2007. Susie, did he get a National League championship ring for yes. 2007? I'm going to guess yes. I don't have the answer. Oh, you don't have one. the answer? No. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> I hope he didn't for spring training. Like, Okay, you know, okay, that's fair. I guess, yeah. I legit did ask around to several sources, and the, the response I got back from half of them was like, I don't even remember him even being around because it was so short. It was so short in spring training. It was like less than a month before he's like, yeah, I, I appreciate it, Rockies. I was going to retire, and then I decided to sign with you guys because that's usually the last thing guys do on their way up before they retire. Hey, maybe I'll figure a couple things out with the Rockies uh, on a minor league deal, but uh, no, that uh, 
that did not work out for Javi Lopez. So I am going to I'm going to try to get a hold of him and get an image or get a photograph of him with a rocket no, gear to find out. Like if he wow. has a ring. I, that's some great investigative reporting. I'll have to give you a list of other players from spring training 2007, and we'll see if uh, if those guys got rings or any a shirt, maybe maybe one of those hats. Yeah, Did they have 2007 NL champ hat. You know, I hope he at least got a hat. I hope someone at least sent him one. Probably. It, that's going <laughs> in the back of his closet. He's got all the Atlanta stuff. I mean, he's got yeah. Hall of Famers that uh, he's yeah he's with. got he's got enough going on. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got way too much. Um, all right. You were at the tailgate on Sunday. I was, yeah. How was the vibe? I mean, considering that the Broncos finished the season atrociously, like, <laughs> yeah. like historically bad. So they went one and three over their last four games. Mm-hmm. That would be the equivalent of the Rockies going 10 and 28 over their last 38 games, oh. which doesn't sound that bad because you got the 10. Mm-hmm. If it was like nine and 28, that would sound even bad. Um, but they go four and 13 for the season, 235 winning percentage. That would be 38 and 124 for a full season. That would be the most losses in the history of a single season in MLB history. That is, oh my gosh. And to think like the Broncos are still so loved and the Rockies just catch all the crap. True. It would be nerve. It would be tied for the worst winning percentage ever with the 1916 Philadelphia A's. Well. And then the 2018 Orioles, who we know were tanking amongst some other teams, mm-hmm. they only, quote-unquote, lost 115, whereas, again, that 235 winning percentage <laughs> for the Broncos equates to 124 losses in a big league season. It would be the worst ever. And they spent $400,000 on a new field for that game. Why? No, no. No, I'm asking you the question, Susie. Oh. Why? <laughs> well, this is for you to answer. Also, yeah, did, I don't I know. Don't, I, I didn't know you could put a field in that quickly. I guess so. Like, I, I was really confused. I was like, wait, that doesn't... I know. Doesn't I, take a little longer to do that? It wasn't up to their standard. So, for a meaningless game, I mean, good good for them. That's, I guess, you know what? Yeah, it's a game good. that doesn't count, so... And no one gets injured, you know what I mean? It doesn't look like crap on TV. Mm-hmm. They would have gotten a lot of, you know, they would have got a lot, a lot of bad press for it, obviously, so... Okay. You know what? The memes would have been like, oh, wow, this Bronco season looks as bad as this field. They clearly don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So right, they, they, they did what they had to do. I mean, what, what right. would the Coors Field equivalent be? Like, I mean, you go, well, yeah, they just replaced the grass again. But that's too easy. That's I mean, too you'd have to change, like, the fountains out in center field for, like, the final weekend series. <laughs> it's like, ah, one of the jets doesn't work, so we had to replace it. We had to get a plumber in here. It oh, cost a quarter of a gosh. million dollars. Yeah, that, that would be... That would be the only equivalent the that, that I could think of. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's... Uh, but the tailgate was was fantastic. Sexy pizza? Sexy pizza was there. I had some slices. I did not do a sexy pizza luge, though. No. Some could, people still don't know about the pizza luge. You could have done it with the, the Mile High City Golden Ale, too. I could have. The brand new one. I we're, am excited for the for the party we're going to have for that on Friday. Oof. Right after my Susie show. What, what time is that uh, officially? Is it I, later? I do like not eight? know what time the party itself officially starts, um, but I do know that the Nuggets played eight, so I'm sure people will start rolling in, you know, around seven. Maybe and your show's earlier. at five, so I mean, my show's you can at show five. My show's at five. It'll be done by six. You could be have unencumbered Susie Hunter hangout time at, mm-hmm. from six to seven before people start rolling in. So I mean, so uh, we'll, we'll call it. That's the happy hour. That's the Friday afternoon club. That's it. The fact, as we call it, happy hour. Getting fact up. Hunter's happy hour. Triple H. Yes. You like Triple H? You like that? Like that? Like the, how that sounds? 
Like Triple H. That's I feel like the this code. is a trap. Am I being trapped? Don't say anything in the comments. Do not say anything in the comments about Triple H. That's the name of a wrestler. <laughs> That's the name of a wrestler. Who? His first name is Hunter. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh. Stephanie McMahon's husband in real life. Mm-hmm. Son of uh, Vince McMahon. Yes. Owner, former owner of the XFL. So it's all sporting. It's all. It's, it's all, all sports. sports. It's all sports. Um, that makes sense. But yeah, if you, if you come down to hang out for that uh, on on Friday or any day, again, if you are a diehard, boom, fifteen percent off your entire tab, twenty percent off all the gear at dnvrlocker.com. That also means if you're a diehard, you're getting a new shirt each and every year of your choice, which is fantastic. Such good shirts. Twenty percent off on all the tailgates, party buses. So the tailgates are officially done there with the Broncos. But plenty more of those party buses uh, and uh, Avs, Nuggets activities still going down all throughout this winter. So uh, definitely make sure you you check that out. Check out uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. NFL playoff picture is locked mm-hmm. in. And my go-to for the wild card round is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road, road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets Instantly, plus all new and existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day uh, what of is the a wild no card sweat round. Bet? Oh, it's it's simple. All you what gotta do. That? All right, so place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to ten dollars. No sweat bet. Love that. I love I love no consequences to my actions. Yeah, At, look, the action's so good. Why bet NFL, NFL playoffs <laughs> anywhere? else download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR new customers all you gotta do is bet five dollars on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with code DNVR minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details thank you Patrick. my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week who are we picking I'm going purple TCU Horned oh, actually, frogs. yes, yes. Let's go. You know what? They have the most fun social media presence, and that makes me root for them. They were five and seven last year. They didn't even go to a bowl. They weren't even ranked in the top twenty-five, mm-hmm. and they were purple. They are the They're, college football team of the DNVR Rockies. Podcast. They are our official team. Congratulations! Uh, I love this pick. Okay, I'm, I'm, I love it. Let's do. Let's go and go to the alternate, uh, alternate spread too, which is the key. So. Tweak it so that TCU is only getting seven and a half. I think they only need that much. I think mm-hmm. they can win it. Obviously, they're in the game. They got a 50-50 shot in that capacity at least. But tweak the alternate spread to seven and a half. They get seven and a half, touchdown, and then some. And that gives you now a payout of plus 140. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the line, I think right now it might be plus 12 and a half. And that's minus 110. Mm-hmm. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. TCU Horn Frogs, alternate spread line, plus seven and a half. Now becomes plus 140 for you. Ooh, much better juicy payout. stuff patrick absolutely thank you um how many players have been drafted by the georgia bulldogs and have played for the colorado rockies oh my god actually correction how <laughs> many how many players have been drafted by the rockies and then later played with them i'm gonna say two that is a great guess and what i would have said it's none right now it's none. <laughs> aaron shunk is on deck okay. he would be the first bulldog to be drafted and then developed and play for the Rockies. Now, TCU has none either. However, Tyler Featherstone, there's a blast from the past, there's a name, uh, was developed by the Rockies and was taken in the Rule 5 draft and has a couple years of big league experience. So you know what? That's a good tiebreaker. Again, TCU. (laughs) All signs point to TCU (laughs) because I make them point that way. Patrick, your ability to overthink everything is just... 
It's exhausting, but it's hilarious. Look, there's a reason why you want to set your clothes out the night before so that when it takes you three hours, you still get at least, you know, four hours of sleep before you got to go to work the next day because you're overthinking your wardrobe. Get strategy. You know what I'm saying? No, it's never <laughs> taken me that long to look as dumb as I do. Um, speaking of Jim Bowden here, uh, he mentioned over on The Athletic mm-hmm. that, hey, the Rockies should or could target jerks and Profar. Oh. For left field, we talked about him last week. He was mm-hmm. one of those free agents that I think moves the needle a little bit. Uh, but to that, I say, nah. I don't think that's going to happen. It would have to be a short-term deal, like one year, and I think he's going to get two. I think he could even get three. Mm-hmm. So I don't think uh, I don't think that would work. No, uh, not right now. Not right now. Not yes, in this. great point. Yeah. Not right now with everything uh, coming up from the system. Uh, but Luke Hall, Oak Tree Status, on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, did point out a couple days ago, I, I, right around when this article came out, that, hey, Jerickson Profar played in the Little League World Series in 2004. Oh, cute. I remember that. He was dominant that year as a mm-hmm. pitcher, uh, as most dominant players are. Uh, and so I asked him, and I thought of it, and I, I don't think he officially responded yet. He was like, oh, that's too nerdy. It's too nerdy, but it's not. there's no such thing as too nerdy for me. <laughs> of course not. I asked, well, how many teams have ever had two former Little League World Series and- players you looked it up so i had to do my own research where i had to like mix and match teams so mm-hmm. last year uh what was interesting so when i, I wrote an article about randall gritchick and playing the little league world series and it just so happened on the uh the other side of the of the field the other clubhouse was cooper hummel mm-hmm. who had also played um uh, in the in the little league world series i think he was from oregon played the same year uh, i want to say 2007 as as cody bellinger so you had two in the same ballpark mm-hmm. uh and then i i noticed oh yanni hernandez uh, who I think played in 2011. I'm not sure which country. Uh, but the Diamondbacks last year did have two Little League World Series players oh, on the fun. roster. I don't know if it was at the same time because Hummel and, and Hernandez kept going up and down. Yeah. But if you look on the page, now twenty now the Mets, Mets kind of take the cake. 2018 and 19, Todd Frazier and Michael Conforto. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2016 and 17, Conforto and Gavin Sacchini. Mm-hmm. 2015, Conforto and Ruben Tejada. 1997, you had Gary Sheffield and Ed Vosberg. Uh, 1993, Gary Sheffield and Derek Bell. They actually played in the Little League World Series the same year in 1980. Oh. So that's pretty cool. What a full circle moment. And then I believe the first ever, I had never heard of either of these guys, the first ever <laughs> may have been the Houston Astros, Hector Torres, Keith Lampard, former Little League World Series ball players in the majors on the same team at the same time in 1969. Nice. But... <laughs> to, to put a pin on it, yes. 2019 Mets actually had three guys from the Little League World Series because Ruben Tejada played six games late in the season oh. with the Mets. So you had so Todd Mets, Frazier, Conforto, and Ruben Tejada. The three. Mets love the Little League World Series more than any other team. I mean, it has to be by my, you know, That's our a, The research. only way we can, we can conclude this is that... There could be another team with three, perhaps. But again, using using my peripheral vision, just looking at names, trying to remember teams that guys were on, I, I feel pretty good that no one you're not going to beat three. You might tie three. Yeah, but you're not going to beat it. If you think you can beat Patrick at any of his research, please tweet at us at dnvr underscore rockies. Ooh, I, I like that. You got to beat the beat. You know what I'm saying? Beat the beat. Beat the beat. Yeah, we're beat reporters. Oh, oh, right. right. Yeah, okay. Beat the beat. <laughs> I get it now. Okay, okay. And I'm also very red, so, you know, I look like a beat. No. <laughs> um, that would be too what? easy. Um, all right, so MLB.com <laughs> had to write an obligatory art- article of like, hey, all 30 teams, they should extend a player. 
And now normally when they do this, they go to um, they go to Manny Randawa and you'll see his name at the bottom mm-hmm. or Thomas Harding. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, Thomas wrote that blurb. Uh, the Athletic does it with Nick Groke. And you go, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like them. It's reasonable. They cover the team. They didn't do that this time. They just, I think, just ask someone like, hey, can you just write a blurb on the Rockies? And they go, oh, the guy that the Rockies should extend is C.J. Crone. <laughs> it's like, um, okay, no, but so... <laughs> that, that that just was very puzzling because again, Michael Tolia is the the first baseman of the future. Yes, for the Rockies. So I, I it's don't like they see don't even listen to our podcast. No, they clearly don't. Whoever no. wrote that article, shame. But it it got shame. me thinking, which is never never good news. Um, <laughs> who who else could the Rockies extend? They extended so many guys last offseason, mm-hmm. and they have so many young guys that it would be like, well, you could you could say you know Ezekiel Tovar. You still don't necessarily know what you've got, mm-hmm. um, and you kind of tend to think that, you know, even he and his uh, his agency, his representation are probably going, well, we don't know what we are yet either. So we're going to bet on our guy to maybe mm-hmm. play a season, and then we'll go back to the negotiating table and figure out how much money you should get in an extension and buying out two, three years of free agency, a fourth year, that's uh, maybe a mutual option, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost too soon. There's really only three guys. Brendan Rodgers, right? He's mm-hmm. three years away. Yeah. And I was banging the drum a couple years ago when I when I was saying Tapia, Senzatella, McMahon, and Freeland. Mm-hmm. All four of those guys were about to be two years away from free agency. Mm-hmm. Do something. You got to do something. They waited another year, and they did it last offseason. So they could do that with Rodgers, too. <laughs> Wait to see what happens in 2023, and then... Uh, decide to either trade him like they did Tapia mm-hmm. or extend him like they did the other three guys. Herman Marquez. Now, he's got one year guaranteed right now. Next year is a team option. It's very affordable. They'll probably pick it up. So really, it's only two years. He's still really young. That one I could see probably making more sense than anything. Let's kind of lock this guy up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd, he'd finish his career as a Rocky because if he pitches until his mid to late 30s, you know he still could have another year or two uh, when his contract runs out, kind of like Cargo, who played for another year mm-hmm. uh, with Cleveland and the Cubs. Um, but Marquez, I think that that would make sense. If he only has two more years, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you would like to see him go a little bit further than that. If, if you had to go either Rodgers or Marquez, who would you like to see sign a six- or seven-year deal to keep them in, in Denver for you know the foreseeable future? Yeah, I mean, probably... I mean, maybe I'd lean towards Rogers, Ooh. you know, yeah. just because, you know, I mean, it, it, I'd lean towards that, but also I feel like he is the most likely for them to want to yeah. hold on to him. Um, I feel true. like Charlie Blackman would be a really good candidate. I couldn't imagine him with another team. Could not picture it. I, I've been saying a little two-year extension, like mm-hmm. just, just throw on one more year. I get it. He's a DH. He'll be the DH next year. But is the roster that packed with talent that, you know, you, you can't find room for a veteran guy like that who can teach the young guys mm-hmm. the ropes, kind of be that captain? Do you do you have that next captain in the locker room? And no, the Rockies don't actually have a captain, but we know Charlie's the guy. He's the one who's given out the MVP chain, yeah. you know, after the games and all that. Is there that next guy? I think probably, but I could also see the Rockies going, you know what, one more year. One more year, Charlie, if you want to come back two years uh, 17 million so he gets still gets his 10 million for this year mm-hmm. 7 million for next year i don't see any harm in that at all yeah i feel like that would be that that's would a, be good a good suggestion that yeah. would, it's a good suggestion so of course like we know that. the rockies are listening and yes. no I'm, I'm with you on that one i, I like that pick uh maybe lament and Suter. they're both free agents at the end of the year 
you maybe have a better idea what Lamette's going to do. Um, but again, something short term, maybe maybe not even as long as the Tyler Kinley five year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could do that. And then Austin Gomber is the only other guy that has like three years left of club control that we haven't really discussed. And I, I still am not sure that that we know what he is just yet. So you yeah. probably pat you probably wait and see what he's going to do. He's having an identity crisis. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. He'll he'll figure that out. Um, and some baseball news, uh, sad news uh, in Chicago. Liam Hendricks, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, mm-hmm. uh, came out yesterday, and uh, he's going to start treatment today. Yeah, so he made a very heartfelt post on Instagram about this. I When I saw this, I was just like, Liam Hendricks is one of the best dudes out there. Great dude. So I, uh, I hope he pulls through. I'm praying for him. I, uh, yeah, just, it's, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah, GM Rick Hahn said, uh, we do not expect to have any updates on Liam's playing status prior to opening day at the very earliest. So, again, kind of like what we'll talk about in the next segment, you know, life is way more important than the games mm-hmm. and the sport. Yeah. So he's got to take that, uh, get, get that taken care of, obviously. It's kind of a weird spot for him, too. Like, again, I, I haven't thought too much about the minutiae into it, but the White Sox were kind of shopping him a little bit. There were rumors that, hmm. hey, you know what, maybe we can go with, like, a Kendall Graveman. Um in the ninth inning, but let's see if we can, you know, trade some of our depth in the bullpen, trade Liam Hendricks to add somebody else. So, like, he was kind of dangled out there. Like, you you know, you get this diagnosis. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Like, I just imagine, like, being filled with guilt of, like, oh, I don't want to tell the White Sox, but they do need to know, but then they're not going to trade me, but I don't want to get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just a weird situation, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what? In the grand scheme of things, that doesn't matter because the yeah. only thing that matters right now is his health, is 100%. him um, recovering from this or you know getting cured from this. So that's the only thing that matters right now. Yeah, yeah, and you get to speak, you get to talk with him earlier in the year. And again, I had a, I had like positivity a, is just... I had a great conversation with him. I was just like, oh, hey, like, can I grab you for a couple of minutes like, to talk about astrology of all things? And we talked for like 12 minutes. I was like, oh, wow, I did not expect to get this much of your time. He was very generous with his time, which I always appreciated. But That's he's cool. great to talk to. What a personality. So I'm, I'm wishing him all the best. Yeah, very, very yeah. down-to-earth guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best relievers in the game. I mean, he's, he's been really, mm-hmm. uh, really dominant. The, uh, the Phillies added a dominant reliever, two-time All-Star uh, left-hander Gregory Soto, the yeah. Phillies. The Phillies are doing the most right now. They are they cha- <laughs> are they chaotic with their roster right now, or are they just lining up for another World Series? You know what? I don't. Uh, usually or they both. are chaotic. I mean, it's a little bit of both, <laughs> but I think they really are just lining it up for another World Series and to win it this time. I think that that's what they're going for. They're just going for it. They already had the hardest throwing left-hander, uh, left-handed reliever in the game, Jose Alvarado. Mm-hmm. Now they have number two. So they got the number one and two. Lefties, mm-hmm. hardest thrown in the game. Uh, earlier in the offseason, they signed another lefty, Matt Strom, and Craig Kimbrell, one year, Why? $10 million. <laughs> That Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. I love it. I'm excited. That is uh, <laughs> a lot. That bullpen is uh, is kind of loaded now. They're, they they're have ready. a loaded bullpen, and that was the issue. That was the issue in the World Series. Very true. You know, yeah. they just didn't have enough, and I think that they will have enough. Yeah. No, they, I can't wait to see what how this all pans out. Trey Turner, Taiwan mm-hmm. Walker from this offseason. Last year was Schwarber, Castellanos. Previous offseason, Wheeler, Harper. Do they have a 26-man roster made up of at least one player on every National League team? <laughs> it feels like that. <laughs> they kind of do. Except the Phillies. I looked at their roster. I'm like, oh, they don't have the Phillies. I'm, I'm done with this experiment. But it feels like they've got someone 
Harper Nats, mm-hmm. Turner Nats, and Dodgers, uh, Schwarber Cubs, Taiwan Walker. No, the Phillies Diamondbacks, are just look, Mets. They're just looking around like, oh, we like this guy. We like this guy. Pretty much. Do you think uh, Craig Kimbrell is a Hall of Famer? So next week will be Hall of Fame week. Yeah. As we build up, we'll uh, we'll st- we still have about two weeks mm-hmm. until we find out to January twenty fourth. But next week we'll kind of dip our toes uh, into that water and talk more about it. But mm-hmm. Craig Kimbrell, Hall of Famer, gut instinct. From the I, my gut instinct is maybe not. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. I am. I I don't consider myself a big hall guy. I'm definitely not a small hall guy. But um, <laughs> okay. Are you are you are you a uh, um, you big hall and, and big Nash? Are you a hall and Nash person? <laughs> Another wrestling thing. I so, don't know what that means. The outsiders. I'm a meat. I'm a medium hall person. Medium hall. Okay. Yeah. Like just you're a Goldilocks hall. Yes, just Ooh, right. Just right. No, he. Um, I mean, he's been he's been super dominant. It's so it's always so hard for closers. Like Billy Wagner is a guy that was dominant, and yet. He's still waiting for that call. He's still not. So Kimbrell, eight-time All-Star, National League Rookie of the Year in, in 2011. That's kind of an important thing for the resume. Cy Young Award votes in five different seasons. That's pretty big for a reliever. Mm-hmm. 394 career saves. That's seventh all-time. He's, he's done it for a very long time. Um, only six have 400 or more, so he should be able to get that. I think he'll be closing games for the mm-hmm. Phillies. Um, the top three are in the Hall of Fame, Mariano Rivera, Trevor Hoffman, Lee Smith just recently got in. Mm-hmm. And then the next three are not in yet. Francisco Rodriguez, John Franco, Billy Wagner. Uh, according to Jaws, which we'll talk a little bit more about next week, Jay Jaffe has a system for trying to figure out using win shares, like where players rank at a position mm-hmm. all time. Craig Kimbrell, 16th best reliever all time, according to Jaws. Interesting. So that, that's pretty high up there. When you put it in that perspective, maybe I would reconsider. It's pretty high up there. <clears throat> now, Excuse me. Uh, I realized that um, where he went to school. He went to school at Wallace State Community College. Susie, don't look at your laptop. I'm not. You're still looking at it. Stop looking. Four for $4 billion. You can win $4 billion with this question. <laughs> so, um, Craig Kimbrough went to Wallace State Community College. Only five big leaguers have been drafted out of Wallace State. Not that they went to Wallace State, then they went to somewhere else and then got drafted, but were drafted while attending Wallace State, which apparently is in Hansville, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Can you name one former Rocky that went there to <laughs> Wallace State Community College and you talked to him last year? I talked to him. He ended up going to another school. He was drafted uh, with Cleveland, but then he went to another college after that and then was drafted. So he's but a Rocky? He, he's, he, he was a Rocky in 2022. <laughs> I've already given all these hints. No, I, I don't know. This is driving me crazy. I, There's a reason I'm we, saying he was a Rocky. Okay, because he's probably not anymore. I'm pretty sure you talked to him. I can't guarantee it, but I think you may have. I mean, if it was a 2022 Rocky, I pro- I talked to everyone. True. So that doesn't really narrow it down. <laughs> was it Sam Hilliard? No, oh, okay. good guess. Okay. It is Chad Smith. Chad Smith? Yeah. Oh, okay. He was actually drafted out of Wallace State before. He, he, went to, uh, he ended up going to Ole Miss. But Where is Wallace State? Hansville, Alabama. Alabama. I had never, never heard of it. Yeah, I don't know. But right on. Okay. <laughs> that's where we're at with that. That's, uh, yeah, that, that's just kind of wild. So that's going down the Craig Kimbrell rabbit hole. Uh, <clears throat> that is that. Uh, you can go down the rabbit hole and try to find some really good 
seats on any event, yes. anywhere mm-hmm. on, with Game Time tickets. It's a fantastic app for getting seats, great seats, or even just cheap seats. Cheap seats, just oh, getting to the ballpark. People were okay. So at the tailgate yesterday, yeah. people were on the Game Time app, right? looking for those cheap tickets at the last minute, yeah. and like getting good deals. Well, that's the cool thing is that I think with a lot of other, and I don't, I don't know how they're able to do it. I don't know how they got that deal. I think it, maybe it's just a behind the scenes thing. They've got a lot of people in their their tech department. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. A lot of uh, brokers, they'll kind of shut their site down two, three hours before the event because it's like, ah, it's getting too close. The email exchange and then mm-hmm. the event starts and then people are complaining, talking about, hey, I don't have my ticket yet. The thing's gonna about to get going. Yeah. They can do it up to an hour. So mm-hmm. like an hour and a half before the event, you see people marching in to watch the guys warm up. You can still get those tickets up to about 60% off the face value. It's fantastic. If you love DNVR, you're going to love game time tickets. Uh, they're supporting us, so please support them. That comes back to us. Join over the 15 million folks who've used game time apps. 15 million and two, because we both used it. Yes. Tiffany, have you used it? You, do you have a mic? Super producer Tiffany does not have a mic, but you can still tell us. You have 15 she million three. Have you used game time tickets <laughs> app? Everyone in studio <laughs> here. Uh, score the best seats to all your favorite events. And hit the link in our description. To save, that's uh, that's the best way that you can help us out. The Mile High Golden Ale, that is the latest drop from yes. Breck Brew. And the best can, can looks ever. amazing. Best can ever. That throwback Nuggets logo, those colors. I think we're going to be giving some shirts away at Friday's Okay, event. our, our shirt for dope. this is so good. Like I'm going to buy one. I can't can, wait. Can, are they going to be making them for sale? They. Oh my God, they better. That would I be really so. heartbreaking if they weren't. <laughs> I mean, it could only be one a giveaway that you got to come out to the DNVR bar to get. I mean, I'll be here anyway. But you can't get one, though. But I can't win one because you I work here. You shouldn't be able to, yeah. But I want a shirt. And you do know, you know, you've got a couple things. I'll talk to merch after. <laughs> you've gotten a couple things in the past that have fallen off the back of a truck. So I'm not going to put it past you to get one. So <laughs> so we'll, we'll see about that. Uh, what's, what's, what's so different and what's so good about Breckenridge Brew compared to uh, the other beers? Look, it's made with 100% renewable energy, made entirely with Colorado ingredients. It's a Colorado company. It's the official brew of DNBR. And uh, again, make sure you're coming out to the watch party for the Mile High City Golden Ale. Mm-hmm. Fantastic collaboration. Uh, check out the beer locator at breakbrew.com to find out where you can get it near you. It's also open enrollment time for individual health plans now through January 15th. That's Denver Help Medical Plan. Uh, it offers Elevate exchange plans available on the Connect4 Health Marketplace. With great benefits and affordable plan choices, you can also call direct at 303-602-4912. That's the number, 303-602-4912. Sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. The Elevate exchange plans have options for individuals and families looking for cost-effective quality health insurance. Again, we were talking about that mental health piece. That's another thing that Mm -hmm. something like Denver Health can help you support and be able to do it and maybe even do it at home. Telehealth is is growing, is is Mm -hmm. booming. My wife does it. So you could do it from home so you don't have to worry about ah transportation or how do I go there. You could do it in the comfort of your own home and Denver Mm -hmm. Health uh, is going to help you out. Uh, with all of that, all Elevate Exchange plans include adult dental and vision at no additional cost. That's huge. Plus, this year, uh, they offer lower monthly premiums than any plan currently available on the marketplace, and they've added new mental health benefits for your regular copay. Give them a call. Go online. Call them at 303-602-4912. I hear so Get many people done. say all the time, like, I can't afford therapy. I'm like, no, no, you can if you do something like this. It's true. 
Yeah. You call Denver Health. They say, what, you pay now or you pay later? So yeah. pay now and then, and then feel better about yes. it later. That's fantastic. Uh, Damar Hamlin is feeling better. Yes. Thank God. Oh, that my goodness. That was such a scary incident uh, a week ago today. Yeah. Right, Monday that night. That was so scary. That was I can't, I can't believe that he's he's progressing as well as he has. Yeah. Like he's he's out of the you know his induced coma and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So that's fantastic. It, it did get me thinking like the history of of like canceled games in in baseball mm -hmm. now because that that threw such a uh, a curveball to use a phrase, such a wrinkle into the yeah. season where the NFL had to figure out what to do because you had two teams that were going for that number one spot and mm -hmm. uh, who they're, who's going to get a bye, and so they had to almost change the rules. Uh, but in baseball, so I, I did a little bit of research, and I, I uh, learned in 1996, I don't remember this at all. Mm -hmm. I guess I was young enough to maybe not, but Cleveland and Seattle played a game, and it was postponed because of an earthquake in Seattle. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Seattle got earthquakes. I didn't either. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't totally shock me, but I'm like, wow. We get them on the East Coast. We um, the year before Hurricane Sandy, it was Hurricane Irene, and like two weeks before Hurricane Irene, we had an earthquake in New Jersey. I um I was I think I was in no no I I was either in Connecticut or I was in Boston, but um it was felt up there too. But like my friends who worked in office buildings, like on higher floors, felt it. Was it like 2011? Yeah, it was something like yeah. that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that I feel like that was fracking related, though. Oh, I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and yours in Boston? No, That's like the one because that, that oh, was like all on the East Coast. Oh, could have been maybe I, New Jersey and Connecticut and Boston are actually like very far, pretty close to each other. <laughs> you said very, I said very far. You said very <laughs> no, close. No, they're pretty close to each other. Yes like, and it's no. So compact. That earthquake. That earthquake went from like Boston all the way down to Virginia. How? So that's a good uh, geography time. Is is Boston to New York? I would say is closer than San Francisco and L.A. Yeah, because San Francisco yes. to L.A. is like San Francisco and L.A. Hours. are like five, six yeah. hours apart. And More Boston, like six New York hours. is like four. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, right. that's just because of traffic. But, but to <laughs> my point of why I said far, if there's an earthquake in San Francisco, I don't know that they feel in L.A. But then again, but I, that's much farther. I'm not an earthquakeologist. No, there was like the earthquake, the East Coast earthquake. It was like not a big earthquake, but it like was all along. It was like from Virginia up to like Massachusetts. Okay. So I, I did not realize it was branded the East Coast earthquake. I do like that. Uh, please, if anyone can pop in and tell me. The uh, East Coast earthquake epicenter was in Virginia. Oh, okay. Ooh. So if the epicenter was there and it went all the way as far north as Massachusetts. Yeah. How far south did it go? Man, we're getting off That's on a That's a good question. Yeah. For earthquakes. Not good. I mean, it did Welcome postpone Welcome to the DNVR Geography That's podcast. It. 1988, of course, the World Series, Oakland and San Francisco, the Bay, uh, the Bay Area World Series. Uh, that obviously was postponed. That was uh, very tragic, of course. Uh, 2021, yeah, you might have remembered, we were still not entirely out of the oh pandemic. Oh, my gosh. There was I, the shooting outside of Nationals Park. I remember uh, this. In, in D.C., and so I think they, uh, they, they had to halt that game. Because it was like it was only like a block or two outside of uh, Nats Park. Yeah, that and was that wild. was that was a really scary situation too. Yeah, for everyone at that ballpark because uh, it, it's so open there too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's almost similar like Atlanta, how they've got the battery out there, right? You got like this little city kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, that Nats Park feels so much more open than Atlanta. Yeah. yeah so like, if I were in there, like you feel like you're like in the city when you're in that park. I haven't been there in a couple of years. Because I know they were they were continuing to build more things, so I wonder yeah. if it feels less like that. But I do know, well, you've been there more recently than yeah. me. It, it didn't. It, there there wasn't a big wall of buildings yet. 
No, no, not quite yet. Not quite yet. Yeah. Um, shout out to, to Matthew Replinger. That's that's why I'm rocking the uh, oh nice the, De- the Denver Bears shirt. Um, he uh, he sent me something. John Sherry, totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 25 year umpire back in 1996 uh, in Cincinnati had a heart attack, uh, and then unfortunately, uh, oh my god, uh, did pass away. Game was postponed. Fans booed, but it was because there was like minimal communication around the stadium about like what was actually going down. Oh my god! Uh, and the Skip Bayless of the day, because there's always a Skip Bayless of the day. Red's owner Mardshot <laughs> said uh, she was allegedly quoted as saying, "Quote." Snow this morning, and now this. I don't believe it. I feel cheated. This isn't supposed to happen. Not in Cincinnati. This is our history, our tradition, our team. Nobody feels worse than me. Oh, what a... Oh, no. Like... Oh, what a terrible take. So bad. So bad. Why would she say that? Yeah. (laughs) I... Because that's... So bad. That's March shot. That's March shot. Um, Let's let's take a quick look at uh, at Minor League Mundy. Because we've got some minor leaguers. Minor League Mundy. We've got some minor leaguers doing some things in and around the world. And uh, I'm not sure if uh, you had an opportunity to see this. No. Um, see what? Well, Lewin, De- Lewin Diaz. Lewin Diaz is uh, a guy who's been knocked around the waivers uh, for a little while now. Uh, but Lewin Davis uh, for Minor League Monday, mm-hmm. uh, he was Ashton Goodode this offseason. Oh, no. He's so been, that's, that's never a good thing. Yes. So let's take a look at these transactions. That's his poor young man. Not Llewellyn Davis, but Lewin Diaz. Slightly different. Uh, he's been Ashton Godot, designated for assignment by the Marlins, then claimed by the Pirates, DFA'd by the Pirates, claimed by the Orioles, oh. DFA'd by the Orioles, traded to Atlanta, DFA'd by Atlanta. So even when he was traded, you're like, oh, they must really want me. Nope. Uh, DFA'd again. Now he's claimed by the Orioles yet again. Oh my gosh. He got Godot. Oh my goodness. Ashton Godot, if you, if for anyone that doesn't remember 2021, he was on like nine teams. And it was... always made his way back to the Rockies. Yeah, he did. Until uh, he got DFA'd again. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars, we talked about the NFL playoffs, the DraftKings mm-hmm. Sportsbook. A lot of folks, uh, a lot of Rockies people are are big into the Jags. Yeah, Blair Calvo, the mm-hmm. uh, the lady, uh, one of the latest members of the forty man roster. Justin Lawrence was there, but there's Blair Calvo, representative. We'll, we'll see him at Coors Field. Yeah, he's enjoying uh, his uh, living his best life um, in the Jags games. Former uh, a former member of the Rockies organization, Drew Weeks, also a big Jags guy. Oh, okay. Yes. I love Drew. I. What man. a nice young man. I thought I thought he was going to make the show. I thought he would, too. He had injuries at the worst possible time in 2018, but his trajectory was going there. Um, Just a nice young man. Zach Veen was an Orlando Magic game. We were talking about him mm-hmm. being... Uh, I, I had it right. Where he's from, like in Spruce Creek, is like on the Atlantic coast, but way north of Miami. Mm-hmm. So you had it right. He's an Orlando guy. He's, uh, he's going to Magic games. Michael Tolia, he's at UCLA games. Uh, they're they're tenth ranked uh, this this past weekend, so uh, he's uh, he's enjoying some of the Bruins doing their thing over there. And I love this Diane George, uh, mm-hmm. big international free agent that the Rockies signed a couple years ago uh, out of Cuba. He's you'll start seeing him popping up on some some top thirty lists. Mm-hmm. But Diane George showing some love to Jose Iglesias on Jose Iglesias's birthday. Yes. I love that. Feliz Campleanos, bro. Because uh, as we know, um, Jose Iglesias and CJ Crone have the same exact birthday, same year. Yep. But, you know, Crone got the the shout out on the Rockies Twitter. 
because he stole the roster and uh, Jose Iglesias did not get that. Diane George doing the doing the yeoman's yes. work there for Rockies PR. Mm-hmm. Fellow shortstop too, so that's a guy he looks up to. Yes. Uh you 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 love to see that. Also, uh from Cuba too. Jose yeah, Iglesias. I was gonna say that, that so, brotherhood is is real. That's perfect. Yeah. That's that's so perfect for that. So love to see it. Love to see our guys <laughs> actually on a Monday. For Minor League Monday. Minor League That's amazing Monday. how that uh, that happens to work out like that. Uh, we got <laughs> great shows planned all flipping week. Tomorrow. All flipping week. Tomorrow, we're already going to talk about the fact that the the CU Buffs, they got their guy, right? They got Dion. Mm-hmm. Broncos, they they they're, they might get their guy. They get they get first choice. You got Jim Harbaugh. You got Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. What would that look like if the Rockies were to get their choice for maybe their next manager? Who who do you or think? Or for their their next general manager? Who oh well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We're gonna talk about it tomorrow. Okay, we're gonna save it for tomorrow. We'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, respond. I'll, I'll do some brainstorming. And but we'll yeah, I want to hear some opinions. Yeah, well we can we can communicate about it on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter, of course. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been momentous, but you know what they say about momentum? What do they say? It's only <laughs> as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the DMVR Sports Channel on YouTube.